0: Welcome to an LTFC studio production. Episode 3, Overcoming Giants, Part 3, recorded September 10th, 2017, with Pastor Ron Robinson speaking.
1: About uh, the nation of Israel going in to the land of promise. And um, meeting, encountering their first giant, um, the Canaanites. Actually, the word Canaanite um, is, I I would relate it to this analogy Canaanite is to um, a group of people, as GM or Chrysler or Dodge is to a, a type of car. But there's there's a number of different chryslers there's a number of different dodges or gm products okay so canaanites refer to the whole group of people the jebusites the hittites the gibbonites all of those were canaanites okay and we talked a little bit about what that means in terms of materialism and 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 went off from that point Today I want to talk about another Canaanite group, all right, and uh, we're going to read about it. We're going to pick up right from where um, the battle of Jericho uh, ended and the success that the nation of Israel experienced in that. And so I'd like for you, if you would, to turn to chapter 7 of Joshua in your Bible, the Pew Bible, I believe it's page 213, 213. And again, if you have a Bible, I encourage you to bring it, okay? There's nothing uh, easier, at least for me, and I think really for many of you, than to find things in your own Bible. You get comfortable and you know how to pinpoint it quickly. So uh, I encourage you to get into the practice of bringing your Bible, okay? I'm going to going to read um the first five verses of chapter seven then i'm going to skip down to verse 16 and pick up from there all right um today i just want you to be uh, in an attitude of 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 focus on on this as we read it together i'm going to have you just remain seated today because um i'm going to kind of Interject some other thoughts in between the reading and I don't want to make you have to stand that whole time. Okay Let's let's read chapter 7 beginning with verse 1 But the Israelites acted Unfaithfully in regard to the devoted things Achan, son of Carmi the son of Zimri the son of Zerah of the tribe of Judah took some of them so that the Lord's anger burned against Israel now, Joshua sent men from Jericho to Ai, which is near Beth Avon, to the east of Bethel, and told them, Go up and spy out the region. So the men went up and spied out Ai. When they returned to Joshua, they said, Not all the people will have to go up against Ai. Send two or three thousand men to take it, and do not weary all the people for only a few men are there. So about 3,000 men went up, but they were routed by the men of Ai, who killed about 36 of them. They chased the Israelites from the city gate um, as far as the stone quarries. And in other translations, that would be Shabarim is the name of that um, that little city or town shabaram means the quarries all right and i stress that because that's kind of important Um, they chased the israelites from the city gates as far as the stone quarries and struck them down on the slopes at this the heart of the people melted and became like water the next several verses talk about then, um, you know, they remember the nation of Israel had just um, experienced this huge defeat of, of the um, Canaanites uh, in this walled city of Jericho. I mean, what a major undertaking that was, a major victory, a walled city that had been in existence for a long time. And so they were just full of joy in, in celebrating that victory. And they followed pretty much what God asked them to do, you know, not, you, you can take, well, actually, he said not to take anything, okay? And, and the gold and silver and all the, those important articles, the bronze, that's for me. Those are devoted to me. And the rest... You know, I want you to um, basically to destroy, okay? And they did all that and experienced success. Actually, I'm kind of getting ahead of myself. Um, They follow what God said. I'm getting my stories mixed up here. They follow what God said in terms of going around the city, all right? Jericho, six times, blowing their trumpets and so forth and, and shouting, okay, on the seventh day they went around seven times they followed God and then they God blessed them all right so now this brings us to um, the next battle the next encounter which was the city of AI all right and the AI um, people are another group of people called the Amorites the Amorites um, I'll show you in a slide a little bit later means means um, pride and rebellion, proud, boastful, bitter, uh, rebels, okay? The Amorites made their home in thin air, the thin air of the mountains, all right? They were high up. Amorites represented all the haughtiness, the self-edification, unforgiveness, and self-righteousness type attitudes all right these were the people of ai well here we just start out reading about um, the israelites getting ready to go spy that out okay but notice in those first five verses we we see joshua telling them to go spy this out unlike before where he consulted with god first and asked what should we do and and God gave them direction here in their confidence in their pride of success um, all of those kinds of things they just began to operate in in their own control all right and so he sent these spies and as we read they were chased down from the high mountainous area of ai and ai stands for something else that we'll also get to in a minute all the way down the valley and on their way down to um Shibiram or the quarries which is what shabara means they were attacked basically from behind and like i said or read 36 of them the Israelites were killed here they had just experienced all the success and now this and so then that brings us up to these next several verses where Joshua is like God you know he's down on his face he's crying out to God and and as I mentioned last week what did God tell him in verse 10 and then also in verse 13 he said this get up you know Quit your, you know, belly aching or crying or whatever. Just get up. You, you um, experience this defeat because there's sin. There's sin in the camp. And, and then he begins to point out here eventually what that sin was. And then we'll... Um, but he tells Joshua, look, in verse 14... This is what you need to do. You need to take care of that sin before you go any further. And um, the good news is chapter 7 and chapter 8 are all part of one story, the defeat of AI, okay? And, And the point that I want to bring out, even though they experienced this initial defeat, because they stepped out in their own control of circumstances without consulting God. The good news in this story is that God still blesses them um, with victory, all right, in chapter 8. But chapter 7 is really important, and I believe there's a lot in here that God wants us to understand. And so that's what I want to share with you today. All right, so let's pick up. He, he just, you know, is crying out and he's talking about, you know, our people are melting because of this defeat and, and so forth. And then God tells him in verse 14, look, in the morning, present yourselves tribe by tribe, and I'm going to show you basically what he said who, who sinned. Now, you've you got to get a picture of this. We're talking like thirty to 40,000 people okay and and God gives Joshua the the directions to line them up um, present them tribe by tribe so here are all these people and and as we already kind of mentioned here Achan was the one that sinned all right but Achan didn't come forward with that right away I know there have been times in my life when I think you know it's okay nobody's going to ever know (laughs) nobody's going to find out you know you kind of wonder what Aiken was thinking about at this point in time here are all these people how in the world are they going to know who did this god tells joshua in in verse 14 you do this and i'm going to reveal who this person is so we pick up in verse 16 all right early the next morning joshua had israel come forward by tribes and judah the tribe of judah was taken means god said it's this this tribe all right and back then remember Um, all the way up to really acts they would determine God's leading by the throw of dice well not dice like we use (laughs) okay but a a similar kind of a thing they didn't look at it as you know I'm I'm throwing these and taking a chance no they believed that God divinely revealed his direction through The response of these items all right but once the Holy Spirit was poured out then the Holy Spirit resides in us and the Holy Spirit reveals to us the truth of his word gives us direction for our lives okay but up to that point in time they relied on God and God instructed them in this manner All right, so basically picture them casting this and out of all those tribes, the tribe of Judah is selected, okay? And think about Achan all during this time, all right? Verse 17, the clans of Judah came forward and he took the Zerahites and he took the Zerahites he had the clan of the Zerahites come forward by families and Zemri was taken keeps narrowing it down okay I imagine Achan was starting to get a little nervous verse 19 then Joshua said to Achan my son give glory to the Lord excuse me wait a minute I skip one Joshua had his family come forward man by man and Achan the son of Carmi the son of Zimri the son of Zerah of the tribe of Judah was taken God gave precise direction he and only he out of all of these people knew who sinned and revealed that one person um, before Joshua and before the nation of Israel. So then verse 19 Joshua said to Achan My son give glory to the Lord the God of Israel and give him the praise tell me what you have done do not hide it from me. Achan replied It is true I have sinned against the Lord the God of Israel. This is what I have done when I saw the plunder a beautiful robe from Babylon 200 shekels of silver and a wedge of gold weighing 50 shekels I coveted them and took them they are hidden in the ground inside my tent with the silver underneath so Joshua sent basically his messengers to verify that they did indeed find that what Achan had told them was the case and then we pick up again Um, in verse 24 then Joshua together with all Israel took Achan son of Zerah the silver the robe the gold wedge his sons and daughters his cattle donkeys and sheep his tent and all that he had to the valley of Achor which has significance too. in fact you'll come to that here in the next verse Joshua said why have you brought this trouble on us the Lord will bring trouble on you today Akar means trouble then all Israel stoned him and after they had stoned the rest they burned them Over Achan, they heaped up a large pile of rocks, which remains to this day. Whenever you hear that expression, that means up to the time of the writing of the text, not necessarily meaning today, 2017, okay? Then the Lord turned from his fierce anger. Therefore, that place has been called the Valley of Achor ever since, the Valley of Trouble. What I believe God wants us to understand in all of this, you know, when you read this, this seems pretty harsh. Why would God, who who has said, these are my people, my chosen people, the people he loves, why would he do something so harsh well the thing is he has a better understanding of that situation than we do you know we we don't have the full understanding and and i want to get back real quick here so i can move on what Achan had done was in the plunder of jericho He had taken these items when God had instructed Joshua, who had instructed the nation not to take any of that because it was devoted to God. And if they did, they would become cursed. If you look at verse 6, I mean verse 18 of chapter 6, and you read that in Strong's Concordance, You'll see two words that are used a number of times in that one verse. Those two Hebrew words are, are karam and Karim Karam means devoted, kerem means cursed. Karam, which means devoted. Is what belongs in god's control god's hands he's the one who determines what should be done with what belongs to him he had told the people look devote this to god all right and don't take any of that because if you do you'll become accursed karim means Like I said, curse, a curse, or to be a curse. What belongs to God is taken, and then when we take that in our own control, man, I'm talking about, when we take that and we start calling the shots, we start wanting, uh, want to manipulate God's plans, his purposes, it becomes a curse because it comes under the control of our our confused thinking our confused understanding we don't have the understanding of god apart from him revealing that to us and so i stress all that because that's the background to this story which makes it seem uh which makes it so important why i believe god wanted it to be included in his word. But remember, there is a promise victory if we surrender our control, our manipulation to God. We repent of that, our sin. God redeems that. Just like the defeat that came of the 36 soldiers in their retreat, Once they understood what was going on, repented of it, God blessed them, and chapter 8 is the victory that came as a result of that. You see, as as parents, as people of God, what we do today affects our tomorrows. I think I shared that a little bit last week. And just real quickly, when I was thinking about that, I thought of another story. Um, First of all, you know how kids are sometimes um, talking about our today's shaping our tomorrows. God calls us to discipline, you know. All through his word, there's principles about disciplining, raising our children to respect authority to respect god to love you know all those things are important because if we're left to our own demise um it's going to lead to destruction it's going to lead to hardship in our lives things that god doesn't mean for us to experience um you wouldn't just you know if you saw something one of your children in harm's way you wouldn't just say you know why don't you just step back here i mean you would probably yell out at him quickly or reach out and grab him and yank him back it reminded me of a story i i already told you once before about a little handyman business i had with my brother's in-law uh, don who's a pastor here and his brother david we had a, a business called M handyman and i think i told you about remodeling the beauty beauty salon well One time we were painting the outside of this executive building and uh, there was that kind of an attitude going on between the two of them at one time, you know, they were arguing with each other and complaining and we had just put a five gallon bucket of brown, dark brown solid stain up on the scaffolding about 25 feet off the ground, painting the outside of the building. In the midst of that rustle, Uh, between the two of them problem broke out okay and as a result the board was kicked and the whole pail of stain went crashing down to the ground and the problem was is right out the front entrance of this building right by the parking lot right by cars and windows and shrubbery would not believe how fast we got down that scaffolding got out the hoses and just started spraying everything down fortunately we got it cleaned up but that picture to me just kind of fit into this really well (laughs) from the standpoint of when we do things under our own control and we don't listen and we don't respond to the Lord's leading sometimes it can end up in disaster ruin okay so why so severe punishment well first of all god had already told achan at the very beginning he had told everyone don't take what is devoted to god so it wasn't like achan didn't know about it okay secondly see I get going and I forget they made some presumptions they thought that since we had such great victory you know we can just operate in our own understanding we can just step out and and do what we think under our terms will be successful and as a result of that they thought you know they presume God is on our side They are small. Remember, Joshua sent out the spies. They came back. They said, look, there's only a few in number. It said, I think, two to 3,000. Actually, there are 12,000 people roughly in that AI, but they didn't see them all. Okay? And then the last thing was there was no need to extend our troops. You know, we can handle it with a small amount. This is man's thinking. This is the way we act sometimes. We think we can run things our way and they're going to be successful but when we are dealing with things that god calls us to that are to be devoted to him whether it's some of the issues we go through in life growing up you know and we get tempted in this way and that and we think we can respond to that we can play with it it's going to be okay you know i i can i can manage it i'm in control what happens as a result of that is destruction sometimes, or we become a curse because we step out of God's design, plan, and purposes, and we don't have his protection. AI means ruin. And like I said before, Shabaram means the quarries. So when they had gone up to spy out the highlands they were chased down to the quarries think about what the quarries are that's where stones are broken up you know they're they're excavated but i mean they're built a, beat apart you know crushed into smaller pieces think of that as being our, where our place of brokenness is all right sometimes in fact i like the way uh, a, a pastor who i respect highly jack hayford said it this way we sometimes we um, it's like being chased under our own curse chased from ruin until we are brought to that place of brokenness before we realize what you know God is saying or wanting us to understand so when we see achan and, and he's called forward what does he say in response to this why did he do it he said i saw and i coveted coveted is strong coveted means it's not just that i want this it's it means i can't do without it and so, when Achan saw these things, he coveted them. It wasn't enough just to see him. He couldn't do without it. He had to take it, even though he knew God had instructed everyone, look, this is devoted to me. Don't take it or you'll be accursed. Then we are come, we're brought to that point where God tells Joshua to get up sanctify the people separate from the offender and that's the severity that we read in the story so what do i believe god is trying to say through this whole message today i believe he puts these severe things stories in the in in the word because he wants us to know that when we step out Of his leading in our lives when we operate in our own strength God sees that as a serious violation we are placing ourselves equal to him we don't see it that way at the time but when we do that we then step into another whole realm and unless we come to that point of recognizing it and repenting we will remain cursed in our lives god doesn't desire that he desires that we be free that we walk in his blessing and his anointing and so what i believe god wants us to take out of this story is look when you come to that point And I'm revealing it to you when you respond in obedience and even the times when we are maybe a little bit stubborn at first when we respond and repent God will bring restoration that's his desire his plan his purpose and then we can experience the rest of chapter 8 the victory that comes the victory that comes well that's the message that I believe God has for us today is to be encouraged to seek him to look at our circumstances to not allow deception or other things in our lives to cloud our thinking to not step out in our own understanding but to allow the Holy Spirit to lead us as we do that he will bless our lives and we will experience the victory that comes through obedience Part of that pride sometimes, too, is when we look at other people in other circumstances and we say, you know, why does George or Sally struggle with this? I don't understand why they can't just get free of that problem. We need to be careful of those kinds of judgments, too. I need to be careful of that, and I've been guilty of that before because that's that pride that kind of steps in you know and before long if we're not careful that leads to taking over the, the, the reins ourselves and operating in our thinking in our confusion okay well I pray that God will Bless that word to your heart that it will not be a a downer, but it will be an encourager uh, to you today to seek him and allow him to be Lord of our lives together. And as we do that, he will bless us. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word. Father, I know I've been guilty many times of playing with fire thinking that I can control the circumstances father what's dangerous about that is when I I don't respond to your leading in my life or that still small voice of your Holy Spirit just speaking into my life I pray that father Um, that you will continue to speak to me and guide me and direct me that you that will be the case for all of us that father we will desire to be more like you to listen to your voice in our lives we love you we praise you we thank you that the end to all of this is that when we Make you Lord when we are repentant, when we respect what is to be devoted to you in terms of our life, our character, our hearts. That Father, you will bless that. Bless each one here today. I pray that this would be a successful week in all of our lives for your kingdom's sake. Father, help us to take this word and walk it out. In the way we relate not only to your leading but the way we relate in what you are calling us to be and do and in through this body of believers, we give you praise in Jesus' name.
0: Thank you for joining us for this message from Pastor Ron. We hope that this message has helped draw you closer to God. We also hope that you will be able to join us for our Sunday worship as we would love to have you be a part of our church family. Our Sunday school starts at 9 a.m. and Sunday worship starts at 10 a.m. Don't forget to check out our website where you can find our address and our church phone number. The website is TrinityFriends.com. Once again, that's TrinityFriends.com. While there, feel free to check out the calendar for upcoming church events that are happening as well. And feel free to check out our new Facebook page to stay up to date on all of the new activities that are happening as well. Well, That's it for this week. Thank you so much for joining us, and as always, God bless.